Hello and welcome to the latest Clear Cruise podcast. Now, with the hotly anticipated Iona just months away, Andy Harmer sat down with P&O Cruises Vice President of Sales and Marketing, Alex Delamere-White, to talk about what's next for the cruise line and how they're making waves in the industry. Check it out. Uh, so I'm joined by Alex. Morning. Morning. Uh, how are you? Very well, thank you, Andy. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you for joining us on one of our podcasts. Pleasure. How long have you been with, or how did you end up at P&O Cruises? You've, you've been on with a few brands. I've worked for Carnival UK for just over 12 years now. Wow. So I joined back in the days of Complete Cruise Solution when it was yeah. uh, four brands at the time. And I have now worked for Princess, setting up the first dedicated team in the UK um, and then I moved to look after Pierre and Cunard and set up dedicated teams for them in the UK. <laughs> There's a theme There's here. There's a theme coming here uh, and I've looked after sales and marketing for P&O Cruises for just over 14 months now. Wow. Just uh, coming that up time. to a year and a half bringing together the two functions. That time's flown. Yeah, has. How is it working for one of the biggest cruise brands I guess in the world but certainly one of the biggest in the UK? It's incredible. This is by far the most exciting period of time for P&O Cruises. It's uh, 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 this year, 2020, with our owner coming in in just a matter of months, it is a milestone in the 180-year history of the brand. Yeah. Not just for the brand, I think for the industry, obviously with our owner coming in, a number of other ship launches. Mm. Are ambition is to become Britain's number one holiday choice. That's a bold ambition. It is. But hopefully signals a very um, clear intent to take cruise mainstream. And a first step towards that this year is Iona coming in, um, what it offers in terms of choice, space, flexibility, what we know people want and need from a holiday. Um, is offered by owner and we see this as a, a real milestone for the brand and the industry. Uh, you very cleverly used the word holiday choice so presumably you're pitching yourself against apparently people do take land-based holidays still. Apparently so but we're, <laughs> we're trying to change that absolutely so we've been um, hugely successful in the cruise um, industry and the cruise sector over the course of many years Um, but we want to appeal to an increasingly diverse audience Um, if we're going to meet the capacity growth that we've got in the brand uh, for the brand over the course of the next um, three to five years which is 50% capacity growth we have to take cruise mainstream. So so Iona is coming very soon she'll be quite a big change for for your customers your guests on board in terms of size of ship but also some of the facilities on board so how are your existing and your traditional cruise guests coping and and do they understand the change? So in the first season of Iona we know that many past passengers will flock to Iona to to, to try her out for the first time but um, an important point I think that I just mentioned is we've got a very diverse Hmm. guest profile yeah you know uh, we've got a diverse fleet while there's um, elements of the brand that are true on every ship that you go on, we have a ship for every one of our guests. Yeah. Uh, we still have um, Arcadia and Aurora in terms of appealing to um, some of our past passengers and more discovery-led cruising and I- itineraries. 
Um, so it, for us, it's all about choice, yeah. getting the right ship, uh, right guest on the right ship for us. And Iona is a, a huge step forward for the brand and is very different, but it's, uh, it's just about continuing to offer that breadth of choice. Uh, so we should talk about the ship a little bit. So in terms of uh, facilities on board, entertainment, uh, you know, all of those dining options, all of those things, are there any particular bits that you're particularly excited about? I, I don't expect you to talk about every single public room and public space, but there's, there's quite a lot on board, isn't there? Yeah, so, um, you know, I mentioned choice. Choice mm. on board Iona is highlighted by 30 places to eat and drink, wow. um, three entertainment venues, three pop-up entertainment venues, 18 infinity swimming pools, four swimming pools. You know, choice is at the heart <laughs> of what we're doing with Iona. Yeah. In terms of what I'm most excited about and most looking forward to, I think for me it's going to be um, uh, probably the Sky Dome. I think that space in terms of um, the flexibility it will offer from a more relaxed uh, experience during the day through to um, DJs playing in the evening, um, I'm really excited about that. I think it's going to be an incredible venue. So in terms of that space, so it's up on the top deck. Correct. So yeah. give us a bit more details about that particular venue. Uh, so the Sky Dome uh, will be across two floors. Okay. Uh, so it's the first um, uh, first venue of its kind at sea. Um, a, one of the things we've talked about with Aona from the outset was making the sea the star. So yes, we're appealing to um, an increasingly mainstream holiday market, but when mm. you go on Iona, you're on a cruise. Right. So the, uh, I think the, um, the views that we, you will get from the Sky Dome being double-heighted is, mm. is just going to be incredible. Um, that and the atrium, and obviously in the atrium, it's going to be floor-to-ceiling, uh, windows across fleet, three floors. Um, sitting there having a coffee, looking out there um, at the sea, that's going to be a pretty, a pretty special place uh, when sailing in the fjord. So you'll find me in those two. <laughs> it's what cruising is all about, isn't it? The views and some of the destinations you visit. Um, from, a, from a family perspective, again, lots of family facilities on board. And, and are you attracting some new families to cruising? Yeah, so we've seen a younger demographic on Iona, which I think was to be expected. Um, that doesn't say that Iona is just for families. Right. I think as I've, I've been through the amount of choice that is offered by mm. Iona. So um, we welcome families and uh, we know that that has been a driver of the age, average age coming down of guest booking on Iona. But there is enough choice in terms of other venues right. and other experiences on board, going back to the flexibility of you, you simply won't be able to experience all of Iona in one week. So when you're sailing to the fjords, there'll be enough to do to come There's back. Lots of dining to do in one to week. To come back time and time again. So whether it's the you know the seven ten clubs, obviously we've announced Gary Barlow as our new brand ambassador, and he will be the musical director for the seven ten club. You know, that's going to be a very relaxed, um, super cool venue. You know, up and coming talent in terms of bands. Mm -hmm. you know, that would be a very different experience if going there versus some of the other venues. So it's great to see families attracted to it, but in terms of um, uh, different demographics, yeah. we yeah. think there's an appeal for everybody. And Gary was a great coup for P&O Cruises. I think everyone I've spoken to said it was a great move by, by P&O. So how long was that in the making and, and how much is he involved in the inaugural season? So uh, quite a long time in the making. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Um, it was 
And the reason it was a long time in the making is um, Gary is is more than just a, a brand ambassador. Yeah. And his commitment and investment into um, the brand and the partnership has been incredible. Um, he really is um, invested in it. He wants to shape the 710 Club, as I said, yeah. as the musical director. Yeah. So those partnerships take time, and that's why it took a bit of time to, <laughs> to, um, to pull that together. But I think the um, when we, we've, talked, we've had brand partnerships in the past, yeah. and um, brand partnerships are great for um, adding credibility to the guest mm. experience and, and adding appeal to the guest experience. Gary Barlow will absolutely do that in terms of uh, the experience on board, as I said, with the 710 Club. Mm. But also, this is, I mentioned about coming Britain's number one holiday choice. We have to reach new audiences. Yeah. Uh, you know, appealing to them and ensuring that the product is something that they consider a credible holiday choice is the next step in that. But first, we've got to get to them. And working with someone like Gary Barlow, with the reach he's got with an yeah. audience that we wouldn't normally be talking to, sure. that's at the heart of this partnership. And if we're going to be um, achieve our bold ambition, yeah. disruptive partnerships, and um, having a slightly different mentality as the brand is what we need to do. And this is the first step towards it. And you'll see more of it with obviously Iona Fest coming in July as well. Yes, and I was just going to ask about Iona Fest because it feels like every week you announce new acts and things. So was it Pixie Lot and um, uh, the script yes, that I see yes, announced so this week? So we announced that this week. Who else have you got joining you for that? Uh, so um, Gary Barlow will obviously be one of our guest um, guest performers on board that. Um, the list is... Uh, <laughs> Extensive. A, a fantastic <laughs> line. So Grammy Award winners, Clean Bandit... Uh, Trevor Nelson from a DJ perspective, Joe Wiley will be uh, hosting um, hosting some of the event. We've got Alex James, who has been uh, yeah. a close friend of Piano Cruises. Um, you know the lineup is fantastic, yeah. and as with any good festival, we announced the uh, Iona Fest um, just before Christmas. Well, we teased out a little bit, and yeah. we, I think um, by releasing uh, more and more of the headliners and the acts has been really, really cool and building you know excitement for what is a very different experience and I think I hope people sit up and, and go okay I didn't expect that from PNA Cruises. Yeah it is and I've never seen it from a different from another cruise line so so what was the thinking behind doing something so different? I, it was it was absolutely that it was just about to do something just different. to do not not for the sake of doing sure. something different but we have to we have to reach and appeal yeah. to new audiences. Yeah. And if we rely on doing the same things that we've done in the past, we won't sure. be successful. Um, you know, thing you know, increasingly, social media is uh, has always been an important channel. But when mm. we think about reaching a more mainstream holiday market, um, that's a great channel for us. And things like that just get them to sit up and think differently yeah. about cruise. And then our job is to um, is to bring them. Um, along to, to realise that it's a great holiday experience. And to really cool acts. It's really cool. <laughs> really, really cool. And uh, as I said, it's a, I think, you know, Iona's a massive part of why this is yeah. a milestone year for the brand, yeah. but it's Iona's the catalyst for many other things that we're going to do. Iona first, Gary Bardo, that um, is going to really take the brand forward. So Iona arrives in the UK waters uh, very soon, actually. Correct, yeah, in uh, in May. Okay, and then she'll spend the summer season doing Norwegian. That's correct, yeah. so she's doing 
um, a season in the fjords uh, through till the latter part of the year and then she'll be sailing to um, uh, down to the Atlantic Islands doing Spain, Canaries and Portugal. Beautiful. Now you said that that's not the only thing you're doing so presumably there's also lots of work gone into the other ships and the fleet as well so you haven't forgotten them and they'll do, be doing the normal Southampton there will also our itinerary for the summer. Uh, yeah, is uh, we've obviously been on sale now for yeah. uh, plenty of time. This year is shaping up to be a great year. Good to um, hear. Despite you know um, headwinds that exist, yeah. we're, we're still going to have a, a fantastic year this year. So what's next? So, uh, and I'm sure you hate this question because Iona hasn't even arrived yet, yep. and you haven't even celebrated her arrival. But after Iona, there's obviously more plans afoot. Yeah, so um, quite incredibly, we'll put on sale our second XL class ship this year. Wow. So before, uh, so Iona will be with us, as you said, very imminently. Yeah. We'll then be putting uh, putting on sale our second uh, XL class of ship. We don't have the name as yet. I'm sure you will. <laughs> ask, I will ask that. No. But uh, that that will be very much uh, what's very exciting about the second part of the year, and um, in terms of the destination yeah, experience, we'll be talking more more and more about that. And without pressing you, because I know you won't want to talk about, but presumably having two of that class of ship allows you to go to different destinations and do different things with it. Yeah, and, and to learn from the first ship. So right. obviously with um, the build time, you know, there's, whilst Iona's not, or a few people ask when Iona's in operation, will we learn and adapt from that? Right. We're already learning from Iona. So in terms of um, some uh, the the second ship, there's modifications, enhancements right. that we're making from what we've learned so far in, in, in building Iona that will um, ensure that where she's deployed, which we'll talk about in the future, <laughs> um, she'll be um, perfect ship for that. And those shipbuild places and those people mm. behind the shipbuilds are such amazing people. It's incredible. The technology they yeah. use and those insights that they can give even before she's delivered are quite amazing. And you're taking a agents out to sea the shipyard. Well, so we'll be at the shipyard, yeah. And actually, for people who've never been to a shipyard before, it is an amazing place. You've obviously been a few times mm -hmm. now, but um, they are incredible places. I think it's the scale that strikes yeah. people. So there's a, there's a great video where, when we announced the Gary Barlow partnership, yeah. where Gary walks into the uh, into the main hall, and he, you know, it was that was genuinely the first time he saw really? the ship. And I think the, the look of amazement on his face and the scale, <laughs> yeah. just how impressive it was, was a genuine. Yeah. You know, it was a genuine moment that we captured. And I think um, when you take the agents there, seeing yeah. Yeah. You know, the ships look large when they're in water, yeah. when they're out of the yard, it's even more so. Yeah, and I think it's one side of the industry that we forget because there's so much work goes into the ships from design and sustainability and all of those good things. There's so much work mm -hmm. goes into them. So, well, look, good, thank you for joining us. Good luck thank with Iona. We look forward to seeing her progress. We look forward to seeing her in Southampton. And uh, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Andy. So that's all from us this week. Thank you to Alex and Andy for joining us. But what did you think of this week's episode? Are you as eager as we are to hop aboard Iona? Let us know your thoughts by getting in touch on social media using the hashtag ClearPod. That's C-L-I-A-P-O-D. Thanks for listening. My name's Toby Cruz, and I'll see you again next week. Happy cruising. <laughs>